Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, folks. This is Jason Lewis, the producer of the From the Shadows podcast. I just want to remind you about our website, FromTheShadowsPodcast.com. Uh, we have a Facebook page. We would appreciate it if you like and follow. Also, join our discussion group on Facebook called After the Shadows. We have a Twitter feed. Please follow us on Twitter. It can be found with at podcast underscore from. Follow us on Instagram at From the Shadows Podcast. We have a YouTube channel. Go to the search bar of YouTube and put From the Shadows Podcast and please subscribe to that channel. We are also on the Odyssey Radio Network, and we can be found there at odyssey1.com. We're still on the traditional podcatchers that everybody loves to listen to us on. We get a lot of feedback, so please rate the podcast and communicate with uh, whether you're on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Google Podcasts. We're there, and we appreciate it when you leave comments for us. We also have a Patreon page. It can be found at www.patreon.com forward slash from the shadows. You can receive books, stickers, coffee mugs, and special content just for our Patreon subscribers. Check it out for yourself and see what packages that we have to offer. Well, that's all I have for you right now, folks. And thanks for being a part of the From the Shadows podcast family. So with that being said, let's get this episode started. So so how last week you, uh, we somehow we segued into the turkey story and talking about game wards. That's right. And, um, and we did, and then we got to talking in between about how serious game wardens get. Yes, they and, are. Um, and uh, so it reminded me of a story. Like, so my stepdad and, you know, they, we, we ha- they have a sizable farm, lots of places to hunt, and then they have permission to hunt as it is, you know, out in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know how the country works. This, yeah. this section, that section. But every once in a while, there's a section where you don't have permission. To where somebody's just, uh, you can't kill a deer. Oh my God, it's Bambi. You know, whatever. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. But the, but they're but somehow they're the people that never actually hit a deer with their car, so they don't care if any of them get killed. Anyway, anyway, so as it goes, my stepdad and the guys he's uh, hunting with, 
a couple years ago, shoot a deer, and it runs off into some property that they're not allowed to to go, you know, to go into. Okay. And but they gotta get this deer, you know. And so I, I can't remember exactly if they went onto the property because it was just barely onto the property. Okay. But anyway, the sheriff ends up getting called or the game I think it's the game warden gets called, comes out, writes him a ticket uh for trust you know for trespassing or mm-hmm. hunting without permission or whatever mm-hmm. okay so my my stepdads they're you know they're fear like it's bull crap they're not they're not gonna you know they're gonna go to court okay yeah right because yeah so 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 lo and behold he gets in the court and uh the judge's brother is the other judge here. So the judge on the podcast, his brother is, is the, is one of the other judges in Crawford County. And, and he, you know, my stepdad goes in there and, and, uh, he thinks he's gonna, he's like, man, I, you know, this, I know the judge, I know the judge, it should go really well. And he says, uh, says I'm standing there. Next thing I know, he just throws the book at me. Huge fine, suspends my <laughs> license, just throws every just is is kind of kind of like mean to me, you know, in the courtroom. And he goes, I've known him forever, and he and, and he goes, I kind of thought, you know, maybe I'd get a, mm-hmm. get a, and so he, so he goes out afterwards like stunned, and he he's like, well, I'm, I'm going to have to pay this, and he, and he gets up to the window and. To the clerk or whatever, he's like, "Okay, well, I gotta gotta pay this pay this fine." And the clerk's like, "What are you talking about?" And he goes, "Well, he just suspended this, and you know, I gotta pay this." And he said the clerk looked at him and goes, "He told me to tell you he was just kidding. You're he dismissed all the charges." <laughs> so, so he let him so he let him think to just yank his chain. That he, hey. was gonna, he was throwing the book at him, and he gets out there, and he and he goes, I don't know. He goes, I didn't know whether to walk back in there and 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 give him some crap or just be happy that he that he uh, dismissed everything. Probably not saying nothing, <laughs> you know. This ain't the, hey, this ain't the, this ain't the game warden story I'm going to tell. But I this is, I mean this ain't the one I was going to tell. But this is the one I'm going to tell now. I when I was a young trooper, I lucked out and got assigned to an investigation unit. Um, at headquarters, right? So when I got in there, there was an, there was one captain, two lieutenants, I think eleven sergeants, one corporal, and one trooper, and that was me, right? Yeah. So you had to have some, and, and, and I could tell a great story about how I got there. But anyway, I ended up getting there, and in the process, one day as I'm getting introduced to everybody. You know, I knew a couple old sergeants there, but I didn't know everybody. As I'm getting introduced, one of them says, hey, you, you, what zone do you work? And so I just come from the lake. And he said, oh, you, you ever do any fishing? You know where the fishing's at? And I said, oh, man, I fish all the time. I got a boat in my yard. What are you talking about? Well, you need to take me crappie fishing down there. I said, well, anytime you want to go, man, we'll go. So springtime come around, and he asked one day, he says, hey, the crappie's supposed to be hitting down there at the lake. You want to go? And I said, we won't go on the lake. We'll go on the river below the dam. 
I said, you want to take my boat or yours? And he said, well, I know mine's better than yours. So we fought a time. And, and then for some reason, I think it was a state holiday. So we go down there and we put in, and there's 17, 18 boats in the water. It gets real busy, especially on a state holiday, because everybody's off work, right? Or a lot of people work off work. Yeah. And and they put and now it's now they got they got a stand back because nine eleven, which I don't understand what nine eleven's got to do with with protecting a uh, a concrete dam. But anyway, you used to you could get within fifty yards of it, I think, right? So we get over there to fifty yard mark, and there's at least a dozen boats over there along the dam, I mean, six feet away, fishing. So, back in the old days, they just, they'd toot a horn, or they would holler at you until you get away from the dam, or whatever, right? So like, Yeah, yeah, I guess. Me and him I start, don't, huh? I don't yeah, I don't know. Basically, what happens, me and him, he's running the trolling motor, me and him start catching fish. These guys are catching all these fish up by the dam, but we ain't catching nothing. So, he kind of starts creeping up to this dam. And as we creep up by the dam, we start catching fish. And I mean, I, every time every time you get near the water, you're catching a fish. And, and we're reeling them in and telling stories or whatever. And, and all of a sudden, and you know what's funny is when you're, when you listen, and then the cops that listen will know what I'm talking about. When you, when you sit in that cop car and you got six or seven, you got a scanner going. It's listening to the police, the fire, maybe two or three police and fires. You know what I mean? Multiple districts. Plus you got you like you know what I mean. You got all the stuff, and you get conditioned just like when you're a parent. You know when that's your baby crying, right? Or you know you can have all this noise going along, but when that baby cries, you hear it. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, I got you. So all of a sudden, I heard like radio crackle and it and it was and it was and then the 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 dispatcher voice said i don't remember what number you know 121 or 1142 or whatever can you meet uh they had you know 152 i think is the kid that did works it now you know the game warden's number it she says can you back up 152 which is game warden at the dam He's going to go out with a couple guys in a boat, and one of them has a Glock. And that's what came over the scanner. I mean, I could hear it. And I look around, and by the time I look around, and now I got a Glock underneath my... And they're talking about you. Yeah, because I got my duty pistol underneath my T-shirt. And this guy yells from the catwalk. He had walked out on the catwalk on this dam, and he goes, you two in that boat. And, we, of course, we look around, and there's no other boats. There's no... All these guys... Like the locals, they talked amongst themselves. They got like a signal. They got like a signal group, you know, because there's guys over by the ramp. And when they see the game warden pull up, I don't know, they burn a tire or they yell or whatever. <laughs> so they all get out of there. And it's just me and Terry. That's the dude I'm fishing with. We're just sitting over the dam. And he yells down from his catwalk. He says, you two, go over to that ramp and wait for my arrival. I've already got your boat number. I mean, he sounds real shitty, really. You know, <laughs> I've already got your boat number. So don't try to run or something. I mean, real mean like that. So, you know, I'm fishing with a sergeant. He's real as real. And he goes, man, I got serious. I said, yeah, I guess he is. I guess we got too many. We got too close to the dam. 
And he says, you know him? And I said, I don't know anybody down here. He goes, dude, you work down here. And I said, well, yeah, but I didn't jack around with Game Warden, really. You know, I was, you know, doing other stuff. The Game Warden I was buddies with is old, which he's got another Game Warden story that I meant to tell. So we go over and park at the dam, pull up in this bass boat up at the dam, and we're sitting there. And here this dude comes, and there's probably half of those boats are in different places tied up, you know, people watching. There's a dozen dudes up at this ramp watching us. And this guy pulls this conservation truck right down to the edge of the water, down the boat ramp, noses, you know, turns his wheels toward the curb and pulls up against the boat ramp and gets out. He gets, he's got this ticket book thing and he was walking over to us. And in, in that, in that space from there to here, so he looks at me, he gets about six or eight feet from me and goes, where do I know you from? To me, doesn't mention my Glock, doesn't mention anything. Where do I know you from? Well, I said we were in the academy. I was the troopers were all on the third floor, and the game wardens were on the bottom floor. We were in the academy at the same time. They just, they're two different academies. They treat us like shit, and they treat those guys like golden calves. But I said we were in the academy together. He goes, "Oh man, that's right." He goes, "I figured." Because, and this is 20 years ago when no, before everybody started carrying Glocks, 25 years ago. Now, you know, because 25 years ago, Glocks were very rare and very expensive, and only people had them were the cops. So he said, well, I saw, so he gets on his lapel mic, and he tells whatever cops are coming to back him up that he's okay. And he whips out his ticket book, and he says, give me your license. And I pull up my license, and he's looking at me, and looking at me, and he goes, whatever you do when you leave here, Everybody asked, you tell them you got a ticket. Because he said, I wrote half that freaking parking lot up here tickets. <laughs> so he gets my license, gets Terry's license, go through this whole rigmarole, man. <laughs> just to, say, just to make it look sit, good. Oh, tells me to sit inside, back, passenger side of his truck, so I got to get in his game warden truck. <laughs> and goes through this whole thing. And, and let just me go. To make, just to I make it look good. Story. The next, just, to, huh? just, just to make just it look right. This thing was real. Because, uh-huh. <laughs> see, it, it, and there was a, this is the problem, and this is another story I really shouldn't tell. Shortly thereafter, I had a classmate of mine, has his family's like you, his family, his family's got a couple thousand acres down south central Missouri, and they have a deer camp, and party hunting's not legal in Missouri, which means you can only shoot your own deer with your, and tag it with your tag. And, yeah. And, the, the conservation agent pulled up in this deer camp where he knew this big farm where this guy's, you know, one son was a trooper. Another son was a deputy. The the guy, you know, one of the guys that hunts there is the, is literally assistant prosecutor. You know, the judge is liable to be there. You, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. And, 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 and there was a, there was a deer, a doe deer without a tag. And this is a time when you could shoot up to, you know, like right now my son could shoot five does if he wants. I could shoot five does. I could shoot really? all, everybody in my family here of five could shoot five does. We could kill 25 does if we wanted to. And we paid the $7 for the doe tag, right? So I'm not saying it's not much of a violation, but it's not like it was 50 years ago, right? Wouldn't a lot of these laws were in place. So he gets into it with these off-duty cops about this doe, about this deer. So finally, my classmate steps up and says, if you want to write somebody a ticket, just write me an effing ticket. 
and this game warden says well in that case i you think he has more words yeah if you're going to be that i'll write you a ticket right now so he says have at it so he wrote that trooper a ticket right and that was yeah. on opening i think it was a saturday <clears throat> open morning it was open weekend either saturday or sunday but by tuesday they had the director of the conservation commission down there with the captain of that troop because they hit the troopers down there had wrote nine or 11 game wardens tickets the first 48 hours after that <laughs> for speeding you know, illegal for park. Speeding. yeah that's right for you know they're always sneaking around they'll pop, pull over and and hide you know there's one down here that watches when they're snagging open he parks on a bridge on a u.s highway uh with no lights on because he's got his binoculars out to look at somebody fishing and and they went to war with the wrong dudes so they had to they had to they had to calm it down. So the only other one I have. Oh, that's funny. The only other one I got better than that. I don't even know how we're getting off subject because I still haven't told the the the, the Bigfoot story. Well, you, but, you'll have to you'll have to save the Bigfoot story because we'll we'll let our uh, listeners know that ne- that next week will probably be a first of two parts with actor Tim Loveless. And I That's think right. hey. you could tell the Bigfoot story because he's got a story. I think let he's me tell you, he's going to love it. He, All right. He's going to love it. All right. All so right. I'm going to finish with the we'll other little. We'll little, say we'll save the Bigfoot stories. For we'll the, save the Bigfoot story for the, for the Loveless special. For but, yeah, for the for the right before Halloween, we'll save that for the I, week week I before saw, or Wednesday Halloween. I saw a second iteration of Ticket Wars at the courthouse there in Jeff City, Missouri, which is the state capital. And the, and the courthouse and the Capitol are a couple blocks away, and you just can't imagine some days all the law enforcement there, right? You just can't okay. even imagine it. So the I'm governor's sure. security, all these guys got unmarked cars. That you know, two blocks away, in the middle of all this, there's the FBI building, a secret FBI building that's got houses the DEA and the U.S. Marshals, and there's just so there's all these cop cars, and a lot of them are unmarked cop cars, right? Well, I started my career there at the sheriff's office, and there's four or five places all that says uh, 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 sheriff's parking only, right? So I had and, – and what happens is on court day, and the judge will know this, on court day, there might be 20 damn cops there, so so they're parked everywhere, right? They're you're yeah. just parked everywhere. So they – the ticket enforcement people started – Writing it started with warnings. They started writing warnings on if your meter was expired. So you could have a a full marked cop car parked at the courthouse, but if the meter's expired, it started with warnings and ended up with they were starting to write tickets. Like she tagged my car one day. I had an unmarked Crown Vic that said one eight hundred police on it, you know. I mean, it was a four door Crown Vic <laughs> with three dick antennas. I mean, they looked in a spotlight. I mean, you don't have to be you know, Sigmund, uh, 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 not Sigmund Freud. Who's Albert, the Einstein. Albert, Albert Einstein. Einstein. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And she dinged me with this thing that said I was parked in, uh, I was parked in the sheriff's spot because it says sheriff cars only. So I drove <laughs> down to the police department. I walked in and got this meter made. And I said, how'd you write me this ticket? I got a cop car. Yeah, but you're not a sheriff's cop car. And I said, do what? You're not a sheriff's cop car. So I drove back up, knocked on the sheriff's door. Come on in, bud. What do you need? 
go tell that meter maid I got permission to park in your parking spot so she'll avoid this ticket. Now, the thing about riding the cop cars, too, is, and I think this is, she figured it didn't care because it's not like the car's registered to me, right? So she can't even, she can't even enter it into the computer because it's uh, not on files what they come back is back in them days. So the sheriff's got to pick up the phone in between menthol cigarettes and say, hey, there's a John of You need to get these. Let my, don't let my boy go. He can park in my spot. <laughs> so she got mad at that. And the, later that day or the next day, I think we had court on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I think it was that was a Tuesday. On Thursday, she went down and wrote the whole line, like 15 of them in a row. Expired, oh, huh? Oh gosh! Expired, <laughs> you know. Trooper parked in the sheriff's spot, you know. Just, just whatever, you know what I mean? Whatever. You know, like a whole, whole block and a half of city tickets. And the last one was a guy, and I can't mention his name here because he's a captain now. But at that time, he was a traffic officer at the police department, and he walked out there and got the one off of his, his, his window. And jumped in that car and and started right driving down the street and she was just you know a couple blocks away still writing tickets or checking you know how they do you work in town yeah and hey he lit her up walked up her and asked her her fr- she's in one of them three wheel Cushmans well in the state of Missouri if it ain't got four wheels you need a motorcycle license three wheelers uh-huh. and two wheelers <laughs> need a motorcycle license okay. he arrested her for not having a motorcycle endorsement <laughs> took her down to PD and booked her. <laughs> and then the city administrator, all these people, you know, she's been down there bawling her head off because the city administrator, you know, comes out to city administrator. These people pressured her, you know, because there's always these little, you know, I used to call them dick stretching contests, but I don't know if my my audience will appreciate that. But, you know, like the administrators into it with the police department because their budget's too big or, oh, you yeah. know, everybody's, they got, somebody's everybody's got, got too an, much. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Everybody's got an axe to grind and they're yep. mad at the other, other guy. Yeah. Yep. Good. Yep. And she was just a useful idiot. And uh, so then they had to go down and talk to the chief. And all these people got a big meeting and said, hey, we're going to start leaving you all alone. Okay. Oh, you got to you got to love it. Small town. Yeah, you can't even make it up. You know, so when people tell me so. So and I don't hear cop stories anymore because I've been gone so long. Well. You know, I went back to my high school for homecoming the other day. It's a long story. I haven't been to a high school football game since 1993, 92 or 93. And I went back to my high school, and then they built a new high school. They built a new football stadium. They, it was, it's so big and spread out now. They have a shuttle bus that goes from the, from the stadium out into the parking lot. Does that make sense? To the, to the, the parking lot at the school, the, the stadium was full, so we had to park at the high school. And they, there's a shuttle bus. So to make a long story short, I got my two of my kids with me. And, and it's like, do we want to walk a half a mile like we did coming in? I'm gonna, let's take the shuttle bus. So we get in this shuttle bus. And as I'm getting on the bus, I know the driver. But I can't. He's about four or five years older than me. But I can't. I can think of his first name, but I can't think of his last name. I mean, I knew his initials, but but I thought he was a Cleel and he was a Cleel Thermos or vice versa. It don't matter. I get on this bus. When I go to get off the bus, I turn around and I, I, as I'm walking down the stairs, I'm the last person on the bus. I turn around and said, 
are you a Cleveland? He said, no, I'm a Clee thermos. But he said, I can't think of who you are. And I told him who I am. And he goes, you still at the sheriff's office? I haven't seen you in a while. I haven't been there since 1995. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> well, time flies, and, man. And I said, no, I just retired. And then he tried to, he tried to recruit me to drive the bus. And that was a big, and I stood and talked to him because I kept threatening my daughter and my older son that I was going to drive the bus and go to all their games. And, and they was like, no, man, you're not, you're not doing anything like that. So, uh, but what people do is they tell me stories about what, what jerks, they, you know, they had a jerk cop, right? Write him a ticket. I know it happens because even the cops get jerked around by jerks sometimes. It just happens. Right. Uh, I, listen, you're right though. You can't make that sort of stuff up. No, it's it's a real deal. Mm-hmm. It's a real deal. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs>